0: Back home again in Indiana. And it seems that I can see the gleaming candlelight still shining bright through the sycamores for me. The new mown hay sends all its fragrance through the fields I used to roam. And when I dream about the moonlight on the Wabash, then I long for my Indiana home. Who's your daddy?
1: Hello and welcome to the jungle. My name is Adam and I'm joined by my co-host Jenna and this is who's your daddy a podcast where we talk about all things Indiana the Midwest in general and everything in between. Jenna how are you? I'm good. <laughs> I was shaking my head there and yeah, I got dizzy. <laughs> I, was a
2: little, I was a little bit confused. Um, I don't know I'm
1: having fun. I'm being silly. But I'm fine. I've already had a beer.
2: <laughs> the lovely PBR.
1: Oh pissing a canoe. It's it is um it is what it is. No, I love PBR. I mean it's gross and and great and I love it. And it's old and wonderful. Well, I mean this can isn't old. This is a fresh can. Right, I can. was
2: confused. I was like you just bought that. I just that. meant
1: the beer itself is old. Yeah. But probably nothing compared to some like European beers. Like <laughs> we've been doing this for like ever.
2: Yeah. <laughs> we've literally been doing this since the Stone Age. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Which is like I mean what did I mean mead populations here like what we would now call native americans obviously they smoked stuff they had sure plants but uh-huh. i'm sure they had some sort of fermented drink. i really too, don't know right? i think
2: that'd be a really great research project yeah i'm sure they had some sort that. of
1: um alcoholic beverage that they drank
2: yeah maybe i have no idea
1: maybe not yeah who knows so how are you doing
2: really good i've I've been really wanting waffles all day I don't know why waffles yeah it just I haven't had waffles good. in a while it's like some comfort food do you remember when, like
1: four days ago when we tried to order breakfast like three times and you kept not checking to see if the restaurants were open yes <laughs> I'm not kidding, guys. It was like three different- You were like,
2: are you sure they're open? And I'd be like, yeah. And <laughs> yeah. then I'd be like, no. <laughs> like
1: three times in a row. And I'd be like, yeah, Jenna, they're closed.
2: <laughs> because I don't read anything. I just pick something that I want. And I'm like, okay, I'm getting it.
1: We ended up getting uh, Chinese, right?
2: hmm
1: Yeah, that was, that was we good. We got P.F.
2: Chang's. Well, yeah. okay. So the issue was that we tried to get breakfast for dinner.
1: Yeah. That yeah. was why
2: nothing was open. So,
1: yeah. Which is reasonable that it wouldn't be open. Right. But, and, and it was totally reasonable after the first, like the first time we were going to go to what? Cosmos? Yeah. And Cosmos is, is the best breakfast place in Fort Wayne. Uh, don't at me. It's the best breakfast place in Indiana that I've had. Really I w- oh yeah I would love to be
2: You haven't no you haven't been to village Kitchen
1: see here we go I would I, w- I Want to enter this debate because there's a million places That I haven't been there's but I little? have been I've Been to many Many and Clems
2: I, Clem's I Cafe gonna- Clems is great
1: and You've been to Clems
2: you took Me oh it was
1: just me which oh, okay I Forgot yeah yeah we went yeah Um, Clems and Cosmos are are Basically tied
2: I liked Clems better. where
1: I'm At um
2: no, I'm going to take you to me, this little place I in Angola. I be
1: pushed on this.
2: You're going to love it. Everything is like $2. Okay. It's amazing.
1: Yeah, well, Clemson's is like that too. <laughs> Clemson's, you like, it's like a this bigger Clems. Yeah. It's bigger. It's bigger. I mean, weird.
2: like, it's a. It's in like a an old house, but it's like the whole first floor is.
1: Oh, that's very cool! Isn't that cool? But it's just interesting that it's bigger because Ingle is much smaller than Fort Wayne. Yeah, <laughs> and Clems is tiny, so it's not hard to be no, bigger. No, this place—that's true—is packed. I guess I made my, that point. the time, I, I made that point, and then I told myself that it was true. <laughs> like I said, I've had a beer, and um, I'm on my second one, and I got a little bit of whiskey here.
2: Oh, I can't wait to take you there.
1: Yeah. So we're having a good time. Um, yeah. So j- speaking of a good time, Jenna and I uh, moved in together. So that's our n- yeah. big news. So um, we were just it's sitting here talking. And then what, like day two? Yeah, this is day two, I think. <laughs> uh, before we hit record, well, that's not entirely true because we were recording. But before we started the actual recording mm-hmm. of the podcast, <laughs> we were talking about how long we've been together. And we were trying to figure it out. And it's been like exactly six months. Mm-hmm. and we're already moved in together it's crazy
2: i mean i know that that's i know it's
1: i agree it's like oh yeah if it wasn't me i'd make fun of that person
2: <laughs> but i know right? people that have done it after two months and they're still together okay. so well, two months is crazy i'm just saying Sometimes i wasn't there after sometimes two months it works. i was
1: like nah I, I need a little bit more time
2: <laughs> oh you weren't sure if you liked me
1: no, but I wasn't ready to move in. <laughs> no, and
2: I wasn't ready for you to move in with me, so. No, yeah. And, and I don't know.
1: I think I summed it up pretty well when I said that I'd make fun of somebody else for doing this, but it feels normal with you and me.
2: Well. I'm not really that concerned about it and no, we're having Maybe fun. that's stupid, so.
1: We got the dogs here? I don't know. Ali's No, I just
2: mean I I've never been like, oh, it's only six mo-. like it's fine. Oh, yeah. It's fine. Yeah. I don't care.
1: Ollie is gone. So I know we've talked about Ollie before on the podcast, but
2: Mr. Uh, Kitters doesn't like dogs. Jenna took so. him out back and shot him in the head. No, that's not. <laughs> he's living with my parents now.
1: No, yeah, he's legitimately living so with your parents. Please don't report. Not me. like he's not out on the farm. No, he's literally out on the farm, <laughs> like not figuratively.
2: He loves my mom.
1: Yeah, no, he's up at the farm. He's, with he's your, having a good with time. Your family, yeah. yeah. I can't wait to go go see him when I'm up there. Honestly.
2: He'll be a lot thinner, I'm sure.
1: Yeah. He's a big fatty.
2: The vet said he had to lose weight.
1: Yeah. So we got the dogs here instead. We got Mickey, who is basically Ollie, but in dog form. Mm-hmm. And then we've got Cora, who is a beautiful yeah. angel. Although we just found out that she does have heartworms. So if anyone wants to give me $2,000 to treat my dog for heartworms, <laughs> yeah, um, heartworm I will take it. Yeah,
2: apparently heartworm treatment is super expensive in dogs. So
1: Yeah. It sucks. So... If you want to give me money, please do, or if you want to buy a motorcycle, I will sell it mine to you (laughs) for money. Yeah, it sucks, but I'm not in the position right now to- um,
2: We'd rather have the corn dog here. I would
1: rather have Cora alive than a motorcycle, yeah. All right, well, that's about that. Um, The only other thing that I wanted to talk about in terms of checking in before we get to the trivia question was that um, we both just recently got tested for covid Mm-hmm. which was interesting Do you want to talk about your experience
2: yeah so i did a drive through clinic at cvs and i thought that they because in no place it said self-test and i thought they were gonna do it and then i get there and they're like nope here's the stuff i'm just gonna walk you through it and i was like god damn it i didn't want to do this uh
1: so i still don't know yeah so i wasn't I, I was not there with jenna when she did hers So you
2: drive up and then they give you the stuff and then they like it's over like an intercom and you can see the person and they walk so you, you through drive it. up
1: like at the pharmacy. Window, yes And they just yes. put it through the little like banker yep. teller window mm-hmm. thing Yeah, cool
2: and they walk you through it Then you put it in a vial with your information and it's like a little baggie and then there's a little box outside that you put it in and then they send it like all like a mailbox at the end of the day yeah. yeah
1: okay i would like anybody's opinion here and to please tell me if you agree or disagree with me in that i think that is a great way to get really invalid tests yeah
2: <laughs> yeah because nobody's going to like stick it we'll you just know just be like i mean really far back there i don't
1: know this for a fact but i imagine that that like way of gathering what mm-hmm. is that called you know like um
2: i don't the, it's not DNA I don't know Is They're it? just like Scraping the wall Of your membranes Yeah so. That
1: that way of getting Like that mucus Or whatever yeah. To test for something I don't I don't know this For a fact But I imagine That it's not unique To COVID-19 Like there's a reason Those long Q-tip things exist And it well, can't yeah. just be for this Yeah So like doing that kind of action is mm-hmm. not completely foreign to like nurses or any you know, or doctors or whoever. Right. Anybody in the medical field who might do something like that. It is foreign to people like you and me. <laughs> like I would have been very uncomfortable if I had to do it myself. I would have been like, I don't you know, I don't believe that this is gonna actually get the right yeah, you know, stuff. And maybe it does, maybe it doesn't. I don't know. Maybe it's it's a lot easier than I realize because again, I know nothing about it, but I don't know. I just felt like that's crazy. I mean, it wasn't that, that difficult the ones doing it.
2: for me to just, you just tip your head back and you put it in there and, you know, you'll feel it when it's back where it needs to be.
1: But you say that, but like, I don't think I would. And also like, I didn't tilt my head back. So like, I guess I should save my experience. So Jenna went to a CVS and um, yours yours was free? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it wasn't through the state.
2: I don't know, but it was free. So.
1: Okay. Interesting. Did you have to show health insurance information?
2: Yeah, but you don't have to. I mean, I just did because I had it. They were like, "You can show it oh, if okay. you have it." But
1: interesting, because I don't think yours was through. Yours wasn't through the state.
2: Probably. I. I mean, I just don't know what CBS uses.
1: No, I don't. I don't think, I think yours it was, was through Quest the state.
2: I think it was Quest
1: Labs. Yeah, I don't. Was I, what it was. So I, I don't, don't know. Really, yeah. Um, so I did mine through the state, which is through that Optim Serve um, mm-hmm. Grant Dig, who donated fifty thousand dollars to Eric Holcomb's campaign, like a month before. Um, they gave out this contract um which is just a side note and he's there he's the chief digital officer but he's one of the founders of of this um little branch of united healthcare anyway i went there and it was actually really 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 easy um it was i just drove up i was a, cu- a couple minutes late cuz i took a wrong turn uh <laughs> Because um, you went to Huntington. I had to drive to Huntington. Yeah. And yeah, we're in Fort Wayne. So uh, it was about 40 minutes for me. And uh, I was at the fairgrounds. So I pulled right up into the, oh, you fine. know, it was pretty obvious I where mean- it was, um, you know, because there was a lot of buildings, but you could see where the cars were. Yeah. Other yeah. than that, it was empty. Um, And it said, had a sign. <laughs> it said COVID well, yeah. testing. So anyway, I walked in, I gave my information, and I went over and got tested. It was very simple. Um, and the reason we're doing it is because we were in contact with somebody who who tested positive.
2: Yeah. Yeah, and but, we we
1: know how to get into that, but no. That's but all we we'll didn't say.
2: know at the time. No,
1: no, and we didn't it, know. It
2: wasn't until after that we found out. No, and,
1: so. and we're pretty confident that we don't have it. Yeah. Because this was ten days, eleven days ago now. Yeah, almost the full two weeks. We so. have no symptoms or anything yeah. like that, so we're pretty positive. So I do this, have to ask. this person though, got it after. Um. We had seen them.
2: Yeah. But how when are you gonna get your results and how do you get your results
1: Mine are emailed and texted to me
2: and you haven't gotten anything yet?
1: No, not yet. Okay. It, it, she's a, uh, the lady who, uh, who was there said two to three days So okay. I, I'm expecting something tomorrow
2: So mine is through my chart and they said two to four days and I don't have anything yet So
1: yeah, yeah, so yeah, this was mine was through the state So this is one where I'm saying like if you guys go do this You'll have to like basically create an account online like everything else. It's a little bit more secure and less shitty feeling because it is a healthcare thing, but it's still kind of shitty feeling. You know what I mean? Whenever you have to create a new thing and be like, now I'm going to get emails for fucking ever, Oh, (laughs) you know, about this kind of stuff.
2: I was confused what you meant by shitty. That's
1: that's what I meant about that. Um, But uh, it was very, very easy. So if you guys need that, you know, I wouldn't have done it unless... um, We just wanted to be safe. But I want to be safe and I want to know. And like, I know I'm not, you know working but you work and now Mm -hmm. you know you're working from home for right now until you find out Mm -hmm. and but i also want to know because i live with my parents and lived (laughs) lived with my parents (laughs) not any not anymore yeah wow (laughs) we
2: timed this pretty well for you yeah
1: yeah and so now um you know like i said though i'm we're pretty confident that we're fine yeah but uh, i want to talk about that experience yeah. So, yeah, like I said, if you guys if you guys do want to get tested, go to the, you know, like in.gov and, you know, you'll find the links. They're all right there. It was very easy. It was very quick to sign up. It was the next day. The only thing that I have to say about how um, I mean, I have a lot of things to comment about how this has been handled in, in Indiana. But <laughs> um, right. we're not going to get into that. All right. We don't now. have the
2: rapid tests. So, well, no, we
1: don't have the rapid testing. And I had to drive 40 minutes, which basically means that anybody who can't do that can't get tested. If Unless you you're wanna... lucky enough that you, so like these rap these are not rapid, but these testing sites are moving all around. Like every few days they move around. Right. These optim serve uh sites through the Indiana Department of Health or Indiana State But Department I feel of like
2: Health. the difference with yours was that you could get tested whether or not you had symptoms, right?
1: I could get tested no matter what. And yeah, so this is so the one through Indiana, no matter what doesn't matter right. You can get tested so the free.
2: one with cbs you have to answer some questions and say mm. if you have a few symptoms that's right and you also, lied. <laughs> well no because the one question was yeah are you no, a caregiver or do you live with someone who's over 65 which i was yeah
1: but i don't i don't understand what you mean by that
2: because i was just with my family i was just with my parents
1: yeah but you don't live there and you're not a caregiver
2: but i was with them yeah you
1: made a voluntary choice
2: it doesn't matter. The whole point is are you exposed? Are you like consistently exposed to somebody who yeah. is older? No,
1: but you're consistently exposed to somebody who's older because you choose to go see them.
2: It doesn't like, make any difference. No, it, I was 100%, still hundred percent.
1: That question is saying, are you necess- like are you by necessity are you around people like that? And it's not by necessity, but I still it's need, by choice.
2: I still need to know because I was just around her, so I need to know if she needs to get tested.
1: I know. I agree, but that's not what the question was asking.
2: OK, well,
1: it doesn't matter. The the point is, um, the Indiana State one is it is very easy. And if you guys can drive, it's it's simple enough to go see. But that's what's bullshit about it. Like Lake County doesn't have anything. And they, they up by Chicago, they have a ton of cases. And they don't have testing sites up there. And it's just Why? crazy it, because they're not doing well, a good job of dealing with this. That's
2: ridiculous. <laughs> not just
1: in Indiana. I mean, around the country, but Indiana. I mean, we were doing an OK job there for a while. and, and you Oh, know, now. well,
2: we should also mention that this weekend is the weekend that everything opens. Well,
1: it's not. It's not. It's not? No, you have not tuned into the news. No.
2: But. Well, OK, so what's going on?
1: Well, we're not going to get into it completely because it's been it's it was so widespread. Well, but I actually figured that you had already seen it, and most of the listeners, I'm sure, had already no, seen it. No, because
2: someone at work was like, "Oh, this weekend everything opens up." Well,
1: yeah, okay. So this was going to be the end. We were going to talk about this right at the end, but since we're here, why don't we just jump into it? So, um, <laughs> mask up, Hoosiers. That's the uh, hashtag that. Oh God. They're going with um, a day late and a dollar short. If you ask me, mask up now.
2: <laughs> right.
1: We were two days away from July 4th, the day that we were supposed to open up everything. And stage five was like full blown. Let's go for it. And now we're like, mask up, mask up, Hoosiers. Mask up, bro. Where's your mask, bro? Mask up, bro. what's the plan then? Just fucking stupid. Um, So basically they're going to like stage 4.5. Which is nothing. I mean, there's, there's, they're not opening some things, and I'm not going to get into the details here. There's
2: already been zero regulation on half the shit that's open, anyways. Yeah. And
1: now, and now they're asking you to um, wear a mask anytime you're out in public. And they're asking that, I think, throughout the state. They're kind of pushing it, but they're not really, you know, saying you have to do it, but they're kind of asking you to. Nobody,
2: but I mean, like, we've been kind of saying,
1: we've been saying that forever, and nobody's fucking doing it. So who gives a shit? I know. Um, And then in Marion County and in Indianapolis, they have been saying, like, you have to mm-hmm. unless you're at a restaurant eating. So, again, you have to wear a mask, but you can go to a restaurant and just, you know, and take, not take wear it one. off and eat.
2: But your waitress or waiter has to wear one.
1: And well, and just like I know that you'd be like, yeah, but well, you can't sit like we're doing policies to make it so you can't sit. But it's just like,
2: come on, guys. Some places aren't even doing like, that.
1: It's just these half measures are not going to work with this shit. No, it's just going to continue it on and on and on and on and on. And it's just like. We need some actual, well, what we did for a while there when we had shit locked down, lock it down, masks required, no matter what you're doing. And it's just, it's just crazy. So like, um, if you go to, uh, you know, coronavirus.in.gov, you can find this. Um, we need you to hashtag mask up Hoosiers, hashtag in this together. (laughs) Indiana is slowly reopening for business. A lot of a lot of of weight falling on that adjective or adverb slowly. like,
2: no. Uh, It's it's happening
1: pretty fast. Uh, But the fight against COVID-19 is far from over. Wearing a face mask is one of the simplest, most effective ways to slow the spread of the virus. But we need everyone to do their part to keep our state safe. And again, this came out like a day ago on July 1st. And the first case was like four months ago. So... (laughs) I'm sorry, but this is like four months late. I mean, I, I don't want to say four months, at least three months, though. After a month, it, go back and look at the data, guys. If you want to see like that first month, it was crazy. And it wasn't just here. It was all yeah. over Yeah. in the United States. I mean, well, as it swept from left to right. It, or, well, I guess it kind of convened from <laughs> it started on the left in Seattle or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then it kind of, you know, popped up on the East Coast, too, and kind was, of came into yes. the middle. But it doesn't really matter that. That doesn't really matter how it spread within the United States, but my point is, there was a month there, and, and I guess it would have been about April where we where we did started sh- we started to shut things down, but like it should have been, it should have been more drastic. And I, I and I hate saying that because I think like, given the state of the United States, <laughs> our political landscape of of, of uh, having a fascist president and so many people in Congress <laughs> who support the fascist president, which if you asked me would make them fascists. Um, it's dangerous to say that I supported something like a heavily man, a heavily mandated lockdown. Um, so I don't know exactly how I feel, but my point is that this isn't just going to go away. Like the, no. we've got, um, and I know that I'm not the first person to say that, but I,
2: and Indiana, I don't really we're think late. that us, <laughs> we're late
1: on doing this shit.
2: You and I and probably the people that listen to this are probably not the ones who are like, "Oh, I don't want to take precau- like precautions anymore. I'm sick of this." It's not No, really us. It's No. At least from what I've observed, it's been older people who are just like, "I don't care anymore. I'm going crazy, well, blah blah blah."
1: Yeah, I mean, this is anecdotal.
2: Th- of course, that's I've what seen I'm saying.
1: The most people that I've seen just bucking any concern for this has been old people yeah. Which is wild to me because yeah. they're, I'm like, you know, are you that ready? You're ready? You're ready to die <laughs> but um other than that It's been a, a lot of young people too. I mean we're like I hate generations But we're right on the cusp of being millennials like we're very close to being early gen Zers like the first gen zers. Yeah, we're, we're the end of the millennials. Yeah, um probably like the last two years of millennials or whatever. It doesn't matter. Matter. My point is that I have seen the most old people. And then other than that, people in like their late teens, early twenties.
2: That's interesting. Well, actually personally,
1: personally, you know, only what? where I've been and guys I, where I've been have, has been grocery stores. I got my oil changed because I had to, <laughs> um yeah and that's about it like other than that I really don't go anywhere maybe to pick up food but even then it's like curbside or they have a special little setup so I don't really see anybody
2: that's that is interesting though because it's not really about like I understand those people younger people are probably not worried about getting sick themselves but it's also kind of just the negligence of like, well, I don't really care if I give it to someone or whatever. Oh, I mean,
1: yeah, there are there's commentary on broader social problems of just as we have talked about on the podcast and personally, uh, a lack of community awareness and societal awareness about how your actions affect other people and, and maybe not even a lack of uh, uh, of awareness more than mm-hmm. a lack of. Any kind of concern
0: <laughs> Or it's just like it.
1: You're like I just don't care It's if like, I have Because it's do... like shooting bullets up in the air It's like I, I just don't care where they fall
2: Because it's not going to fall on me
1: So who right. gives a shit
2: But also if I have to take two seconds out of my day To do something a tiny bit that differs from my routine I don't want to do it
1: Well yeah I mean Like it, it, There will be books I think written like, pop psychology books written in, like, two and a half to three years about people who didn't, like, want to wear masks and shit like that. I mean, th- that won't be the only thing about the book, but that will be a part of a well, book, I my, guarantee Well, even my,
2: like, I'm, my grandma is, like, 85. And even she, I think, like, two months ago was just stopping by our house because she was like, I don't care. I just don't like being alone in my house anymore.
1: Well, I've always, honestly, I mean, this is...
2: And we're like, Grandma, we all go to the office like we work.
1: <laughs> this is a principled um, statement, but I do want to be fair that I've always said that if I make it to 85, that's 20 years after retirement. Just do whatever you want.
2: I don't think she cares. But yeah, yeah. I just well, I know I would feel that. I I I I've always so. said
1: that like unless medical advancements make a, enough progress that I think I'm definitively going to live till I'm 106 and I can three, see three centuries because that would be awesome if that's not the case. Once I get to eighty-five, I just don't care. I'm just gonna do whatever I want. At that point, I'm gonna go skydiving. I'm gonna like, I'm gonna do all kinds of shit that I wouldn't necessarily otherwise do. Yeah, I guess. Because I just Pocket, don't care. Why not? Yeah, I don't care. Who cares? <laughs> well, <laughs> I what don't else? care if I die after that.
2: What else is on your agenda? Well, we haven't gone well, over the. Yeah, uh, we've got all kinds of stuff. This is, gonna be a, yeah,
1: this is gonna be a. This is gonna be a log episode. Yeah, hold wait, on. why? Because uh, I've got a lot of other stuff to talk about. But it's um, ham sandwich. Yeah, well, ham sandwiches aren't necessarily quick. I just <laughs> cover recent news, um also, we and Jenna were talking about this before, um since we're all over the place today, let's just go with it. I think we're gonna do these ham sandwich ones every week from now on. We're gonna do these on Friday and do the deep dives every other Monday. I think we we mentioned that last week Sunday. It'll record on Sunday, yeah, okay, yeah, uh, so to you, I did say Sunday, yeah, <laughs> but um. We talked about it uh, uh, about doing that last week, and I think that's what we're going to do. Since we live together, and uh, there's just so much shit going on right now. We live together, no. Well, it's so much easier to record. <laughs> yeah. To set this up, it takes ten minutes to set we this don't up. don't have
2: to like say, "Hey, when are you free?" When yeah, are you free?
1: Yeah. Or, or just like, when can I? Whatever. Yeah. We're we're balancing less. Yeah. It's very easy. I know. You know. I can just turn to my left and be like, five five thirty work." Yeah. <laughs> but um. So yeah, I think we're going to do that. But anyway. Um, a little bit more that I want to read from this the website about this, uh, you know, the mask up. Hoosiers. Oh,
2: okay, okay. Uh,
1: this is the uh, second portion <laughs> of the mask up Hoosiers page. Uh, Why does
2: everything have to be a fucking hashtag? Also, I hate it.
1: Everything has to be branded. Um, we hunkered down. Now it's time to mask up, and they fucking capitalize mask up. Okay, as Hoosiers, we uh we pride ourselves on our hospitality. OK, but right <laughs> sure. now, Okay, whatever. But, but right, as long as you look like us, uh, but right now, that's sarcasm. I don't feel that way. I know. But right now, the best way you can be a good neighbor is by wearing your mask when you're in public. After all, we don't wear our masks for ourselves. We wear them to keep others safe. Again, a day late and a dollar short. This shit should have been out three months ago. This is ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, this is ridiculous. And I know that three months ago we didn't know everything that we knew about how it spreads and things like this. But I honestly, I've been trying to keep pretty close tabs on this. And every healthcare professional who is has anything to say about this, so an epidemiologist or whatever, has been like, "Um, we don't know exactly, but wear a mask." Like we yeah. do know that With communicable diseases like this Wearing a mask in general helps So until we know more Yeah Do that Yeah And um, so the fact that this is just coming out now Is just absolute bullshit After we've already opened so much
2: Yes, it's just and there's already bullshit. been this strong movement of people who are saying I'm oh, not yeah. going to wear a mask.
1: Oh, yeah, we're not even going to get into like that shit. Yeah, but yeah. that's
2: too far gone for these people to even give a shit about well, this yeah. email. I mean, you know, this so. is Indiana.
1: So, I mean, they were right about our hospitality and our, our, our general oop, sorryness. oop, you know, that kind of crap. <laughs> well, so <laughs> we're not like Texas where we're going to be out there the next day on the state capitol um, with guns doing this. Because we're just too, you know, (laughs) concerned about what other people might think. Uh, (laughs) But we will, you know, do it passive aggressively um, in other ways. Um, I'm not saying one is worse or better than the other, but (laughs) it is interesting how different regions of the country go about um, spreading their hate for keeping other people safe. I'm going to shoot
2: the
0: virus. <laughs> and that's what wearing a
1: mask <laughs> is doing, is keeping other people safe. And yourself. I that mean, the more ju- people that... a gun that... <laughs> Yeah, I know. <laughs> Give me a virus. Pow, pow. <laughs> <laughs> and that's all we know about guns. <laughs> I don't know shit about guns.
2: If the virus cool is to my house, I'm shooting it. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to shoot it. Over more. <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> you sound like McMurray from Letterkenny. And that's Canadian. Um, although I did send you a picture recently of, of my time on rifle team in high school.
2: You looked so all right.
1: No, I did. Well, I did. I did. Honestly, I guys, was like, this is really embarrassing. I looked like a neo-Nazi.
2: He's, I, I even said that. I was like, you look a hot <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah. I was fucking weird. I was like, yeah. Those, those, I, mean, look, I know you, you look, were joking. You shaved head, though. I knew you were joking, but I was like, those those words don't go well together. No. But, um, and no, I yeah. Don't, I, I don't had, think that in general had, is attractive at all. I had so. a buzz cut, and I was holding, well, I mean, it was a twenty-two rifle, but th- to be fair, those rifles look a little bit more, like... R- serious than they are mm-hmm. because they're like especially made for this mm-hmm. sport, you right. know, uh, uh, that 30 meter, you know, rifle target shooting or whatever. Yeah. So they look a little bit bigger, or not necessarily bigger, but a little bit more like uh, real guns than they really are. Like, I mean, it, it, you could you could kill somebody with that, but it'd be very difficult. My point is. <laughs> it really wasn't that scary and We were doing it I've, at I've a range f- As a sport and I'm fine with yeah. that I don't care about that I'm I've actually ever, big on Gun rights but I just think People are stupid about it
2: Yes Um. have you ever seen The Believer No okay It's, it's a movie with Ryan Gosling And he's a skinhead and I feel like it's Interesting you should watch it you okay. Specifically also um, People listening I almost said Readers listeners <laughs> Watch it it's a very interesting
1: yeah, and Ryan Gosling is great.
2: It's based on a I know you love a him. true story, and you've I kind think.
1: of made me love him.
2: But basically, it's based on like <laughs> a semi true story about this guy who he was Jewish, but he was like secretly Jewish, and he was a member of like this skinhead organization, and he was like very anti Jewish, oh. but he was he was born Jewish.
1: Wait, was this um this is yeah you said it's based on a true story? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I've heard the true story. I forget the guy's name.
2: Yeah but yeah. it's, it's very interesting. Okay, cool. We're going to have to watch that. And I'm, I d- I'm yeah, not you ashamed. Love Ryan I'm not ashamed no, to say that no. he's fantastic. He is really good. He's great.
1: Like he does a lot of things his that are kind of are incredible. Meh. He does some movies that are meh, but his movies that aren't meh are pretty fucking good.
2: You watched Drive with me. So
1: That's my point. Is that yeah. like he's done some like, really good movies too. Yeah. Yeah, but you'd be lying if he hasn't done some
2: Yes, I'm like, Get that and money. I'd also <laughs> be lying if I said that part of the reason I liked him so much was because I like his face oh, Because he's
1: hot as shit. Yeah, <laughs> he's
2: but he's a, also a good actor. So. No, he's
1: a he's one of those people where you're just like No, like if you don't think he's attractive, you're just lying. Yeah, like man woman Yeah, whatever alien. It doesn't matter a- anywhere on any spectrum of gender identity or or sexuality Whatever you have yeah. to be like that's an attractive person. Yes him and a- Amy Adams are like the two Oh. Personally, I think Amy Adams is very, very. Uh,
2: That's interesting. I wouldn't have.
1: Really, you don't agree? She's okay. Well, more than anybody, it's Rashida Jones.
2: I also think some people would say she's okay.
1: Nobody would say that about Rashida Jones.
2: I've heard people say that.
1: Bullshit. Yeah. She
2: is, uh, even
1: yeah. A- Amy Adams, whatever. That was a bad. Example: Rosita Jones is the corollary. Or not corollary? I don't know.
2: But she's not. Held, she is the
1: female version of Ryan Gosling.
2: She's not held at all to the degree of like. Not uh, in terms of
1: acting, in terms of looks. No,
2: in terms of looks, she's not held at all in the degree of like Angelina Jolie, or Scarlett Johansson. Yeah, but
1: that shit is like. I mean, I think we probably agree on like female. Um, attractive things. The wrong stuff rises to the top.
2: <laughs> I think those. I think they're both really beautiful no, no
1: they are both beautiful that's not what i mean well, i'm saying like the focus of being like big tits big lips <laughs> like that your big hips you know all that shit that's like what rises because sure. of, of yeah. loud gross hollywood executive white men <laughs> yeah but you're like that's not really what people think Interesting people are more Subtle than that
2: sorry that we Got off topic but yeah real People are more subtle than. yeah that.
1: We're talking about all kinds Of stuff in this episode uh, like I Said sorry about that guys but eh, It's a fun one um, the last part of This uh, coronavirus indiana.gov um, Web page on mask up is Spread the word not the virus
2: Spread the word about what
1: probably The virus <laughs> <laughs> here's how you can Help download the toolkit below With hashtag mask with okay it has a hashtag in this. Um, download the toolkit below with hashtag mask up Hoosiers logos, profile photos, and signs for you to customize and share. Together, we can combat misinformation and encourage everyone to stay safe, mask up, and make a difference. So <laughs>
2: that's their approach. Yeah, this is the that's weird, funny.
1: like, liberalist, like, cause this is that's very like neoliberalism kind of like wording and stuff. I think I think that's fair to categorize that as that. To categorize that as that, yeah, that's that's a fair way to say that. Uh, (laughs) I said that again. Um, Yeah, you get it. I can't say it again because (laughs) uh, (laughs) anyway, I'll just keep going. It'd be an endless loop. Um, I don't know. Governor Holcomb is weird because he's totally like a Trump guy, but he knows that people in Indiana really want to be like, I don't want to step on anybody's toes. Middle of the line, just keep it, keep it, just average. Don't change the. You know sway don't create any waves And that'll keep people happy That's the best way to win in in Indiana If you want to be a state politician don't do Fucking anything
2: yeah nobody uses their Horns here just
1: keep it going Keep the river flowing No waves on the Wabash you'll get reelected For a long time like that that's the way to do it Um, Which I mean I don't having said that I that's The way to do it if you're bad If you're good just support good Things yeah and you'll be fine Um,
2: And stop panicking To people that are stupid
1: Yeah And then it asks you uh, Writing a social post Try something like this And it gives you A a very good um, Little Little tweet there Um, And then it also says uh, Who do you wear Your mask for Everyone wears Their mask To protect someone whether it's for your grandma, your kids, or the strangers in line at the grocery store,
2: use the Yeah, well,
1: no, I do, and you do too, and that's why we wear it. And it's just ridiculous it's that this joke. is coming out in July, fucking July first, and not fucking April third. You know, it's just stupid. Also, it's I shouldn't crazy. have to tell you to
2: be courteous to other people. No,
1: exactly. I don't. I every. <laughs> oh, it makes me so.
2: It's science dipshit. Well, and i mean like, as far as wearing a mask goes that's what i mean well yeah
1: and like i said we didn't know that three months ago uh, to the extent that we do now but my point mm-hmm. being it stays the same and it's still valid that it, many people were saying like this is just a baseline do it because it's probably not going to hurt and it's and it's almost well, surely yeah, it going to help anybody so just to wear a mask just you know let's take care of each other and people weren't doing it and it's just crazy to me that um we were just like, yeah. We'll lift up everything because we have enough ICU, ICU beds. <laughs> right. Because that's going to be our only thing. It's like we have ventilators and beds yeah. for the people who are going to eventually die. Fuck them. Who cares? Yeah. Um, so we're going to go ahead and reopen. Oh, shit. It's getting worse than we thought. Can you guys wear a mask, please? <laughs> it's just. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm i not an expert on this kind of stuff, but it just seems inept. It's just stupid.
2: It's very much an afterthought. Yeah.
1: It just, it just seems lazy and, um, Yeah. maybe not even lazy, just, uh, uncaring. I don't know. I don't know how to, how to say it exactly. And I'm still waiting on the, uh, Indiana state department of health to f- fulfill my public, uh, public access records request or whatever, public records access request for, um, communications between the state epidemiologists and the, um, office of the governor. So
2: when did you request those? I
1: requested those a long time ago yeah, and think you're gonna they were not <laughs> supposed to, they, they're supposed to only have seven days to um, give you a response, but um, I did not state the um, accurate sender the first time that I did it. So mm-hmm. I, I, you have to be a little bit more specific than I thought you did. Mm-hmm. So I redid it. Um, and then I got a response back. Um, so I did get a response back the first time they were saying like, we need a sender. Like if you're asking for communications between these things, we need both sides of those communications. Sure. Okay. Yeah. And I was like, okay, that's fair. Um, so I said that and then I got a response a couple of days later being like, yeah, um, we've got a high volume of requests right now. So expect something by the 26th, um, oh, wow. of June. And I have not, and that was like two weeks. And I, I was saying, you know, Hey, state losses, seven days, but given everything that's going on, you know, that's fair. And, and I think there might've been an amendment passed or something that, that, um, Gave state agencies the right to delay stuff like that. Um,
2: I mean, I guess that, yeah, that would make sense. And I was
1: fine with that. I I didn't really care. But I have not gotten anything back, and I have sent an email. So I um, am very interested to see what I get about that, to see if Governor Holcomb... I mean, I
2: hope you hear something back, but...
1: Yeah, I asked for emails or any any kind of communications between the state epidemiologist and uh, the office of the governor, Eric Holcomb, uh, um, from like December... 20th to um, Like three days after the first case came to Indiana was confirmed in Indiana So I asked for any kind of information. So I'm expecting a lot of information if I ever do get anything back, which I hope I do um, I am either expecting a lot or an alarmingly <laughs> low amount of information yeah. <laughs> where I'm like it can go either way No
2: <laughs> so, I uh, Yeah, I'd be interested to see that when you do get it
1: Yeah, um and hopefully we'll have a full uh, full episode about about that response because I, I I would really like to see what what his response was. What did he do in those three months? Well, I guess really just two, in mm-hmm. January and February because like March sixth or seventh was the first case. Yeah. Year. Um. What what were we doing? Were we doing anything? Were you in communication with the state epi- epidemiologist to prepare for this kind of <laughs> stuff? Because two months is a long time. Yeah. I mean, really, it's not. Uh, um, it's a long time. You can do a lot in that kind of time frame um -hmm. and and, i mean really if you want to go back we could go back to november when it's first started in like wuhan i think even earlier than that yeah um and and if you know you're a governor of us of one of 50 in the united states maybe you know you have a responsibility for being up on that kind of stuff um along with the state epidemiologist but i have to go to the bathroom real quick and we'll be right back sound good
2: Mm -hmm. sounds good
1: (laughs) hey sorry about that we are back. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so let's go over the trivia question.
2: <laughs> oh yeah.
1: Yeah, I'm really sorry. So uh, last I week's had trivia a question. Stupid
2: fucking answer. I always have stupid no, fucking answers. No. Yeah. After
1: that 30-minute intro, uh, <laughs> let's get to the trivia question. It was not a stupid answer. Um, I asked you, what was the name of the Indiana baseball team or Indiana based baseball team that won the Negro American League championship in 1950? Yeah. What did you say? I said the Rockets. The Rockets. Why is that a dumb?
2: That's not. I don't know because it's not right.
1: (laughs) I mean, it's not right, but I don't know. It's just as um, plausible as the actual name, which was the Indianapolis Clowns.
2: (laughs) Wait, are you serious? (laughs) Yeah. I don't want to be like that doesn't I don't know. What? Who wants to be a clown? That's like an insult.
1: Well, uh, there's an interesting history here. So, the Indi- Indianapolis clowns started in the 1930s, um, probably in Florida. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, and uh, so there's this guy named like Sid, uh, Sid Callup or something like that. I forget his his name was Sid, <laughs>
2: okay. uh, and
1: I forget his last name. But uh, he like was like a showbiz guy, and he helped make the team famous. And they were basically called the Harlem Globetrotters of baseball. So oh, there was, like, wow. a comedy athletic act. Okay.
2: That makes more sense Which then. is super funny.
1: Like, I, I mean, I would
2: definitely see that. I would always, love to see yeah. that. And, like,
1: I don't know why I thought, like, I mean, like, I've seen the Globetrotters, the Harlem Globetrotters. Great. Hilarious. I've never seen them. No. Yeah. My uncle, my dad's, well, I guess my great uncle, my dad's, my dad's uncle, he used to play for the Washington Generals, the team that plays the Oh, the
0: that's
2: yeah. so cool. Yeah. He
1: played, like, college basketball or whatever, and he was, like, super tall and, you know. Yeah. Yeah. That's a way to continue to play and have that's fun and be an entertainer. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, so that's how they started. Uh, and they were called the Ethiopian clowns, which I think is pretty, pretty wild. Yeah. <laughs> Weird thing in the 1930s. Uh, in 1943, they moved to Cincinnati and became part of the Negro American League. Um, okay. And so they were, you know, an actual baseball team at that yeah. point. So they stopped doing the showbiz side and yeah. were just an athletic club. Um, And then they moved to an Indianapolis two years later in 1945. Um, Hank Aaron, he played for the uh, Indianapolis Clowns for just like a summer.
2: I don't know who that is.
1: Hank Aaron? Okay. He's uh, very famous. In baseball? Yeah. Okay. He held the home run record for a really fucking long time.
2: I, <laughs> I'm not from a baseball family. He
1: broke Babe Ruth's home run record. I'm... Yeah. Okay. Anyway, Hank Aaron's awesome. Uh, And they uh the Indianapolis Clowns, they were first uh pro team to hire a female player
2: oh wow yeah
1: very cool and he uh she (laughs) she replaced Hank Aaron I shouldn't
2: have said that I didn't know
1: you've never heard of him you've Mm. heard of him
2: I mean I don't know that I like I said we're not we've never been like a baseball we're a basketball family so
1: you're not you don't know anything about basketball either (laughs) okay who's Charles Barkley
2: He's the commentator, right?
1: (laughs) See, you didn't go. He played for.
2: I mean, I obviously knew that he played. All right. Fuck you. (laughs) Keep going. Okay,
1: so, uh, yeah, they. uh, Yeah, they signed a female player to basically replace Hank Aaron, which is crazy. (laughs) That is crazy. Yeah. So pretty cool. Um, Yeah, that's the trivia question. Mm. All right. You want to get into it? I mean, we've already been into it for a while, but. Yeah, sure. All right, so this is a current event episode, and we've already covered the one part there about COVID and everything like that. So let's get into some other stuff that's happened over the last week or two. Um, The ACLU of Indiana is suing the city of Fort Wayne and the Allen County Sheriff. Did you hear about that?
2: No, I didn't hear about that. Mm. But why?
1: I mean, I think you probably can put together why. Um, So on June 26th, the ACLU of Indiana filed suit against the city of Fort Wayne and the Allen County Sheriff. Um, Requesting a jury trial the in the introduction reads um, quote in the days following the murder of George uh, in the days following the murder of George Floyd in Minneapolis numerous persons have come together to attempt to engage in peaceful peaceful protest in downtown Fort Wayne in front of and near the Allen County Courthouse. Peaceful protesters have repeatedly been met by members of the Fort Wayne Police, uh, Fort Wayne Police Department and the Allen County Sheriff's Department who have engaged in a range of unreasonable and inappropriate behaviors designed to prevent the persons from engaging in lawful protest. Yes. These behaviors have included the use of tear gas, pepper spray, flash grenades and rubber bullets and other policing tactics designed to remove peaceful, peaceful protesters from public spaces. This behavior by um, this behavior by law enforcement violated and continues to violate both the first and fourth amendments to the United States Constitution. The plaintiffs wish to continue to engage in their constitutional right of assembly and protest, but justifiably fear that the behaviors, or that the above obe- above behaviors, will be repeated by the agents, employees, um, and officers of Fort Wayne and the Allen County Sheriff's Department. Um, blah, blah 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 blah. Basically, they're saying um, you are preventing or taking yeah. away our first and fourth uh constitutional rights through these tactics because yes. we're now afraid to do it and because of what we saw and i would i mean i i i'm no lawyer but i would argue 100 percent. i mean like i'm hesitant to go out there and do that shit because i don't want to get arrested well, or well i mean guys. i've heard
2: yeah i've heard horror stories so good for them i mean i'm glad they're doing it so
1: yeah so there there were three plaintiffs who came forward i'm not gonna read their names although you know you, you can find them um there were, they were present at many of the, many, if not all of the protests. I really, you know, I didn't read the, um, court document super closely to like match updates and all that mm-hmm. shit, but I, I did read it. Um, and so, yeah, they were there and saw the, the police become violent because, yeah, I mean, I was there for like three or four of them and I was there in the like heart in the thick of when it got, yeah. back, you know, whatever. And I was like, Yeah, no, this was all done by police. This wasn't us. Yeah. So, yeah, um, it's in the early stages. Um, it's in the U.S. D- District Court, Northern District of Indiana, Fort Wayne Division. Um, if you guys want to follow it more, you guys can, you know, use that to look it up and stuff like that.
2: I mean, I don't know what, if anything will come from it. I, I mean, I just don't know. But I do. Yeah, we'll see. I am glad that they're pursuing it because I think it's definitely justified. Yeah. And it is crazy, though, being that I am on social media for my job mm-hmm. and the amount of people that I see who are like, oh, you know, you got to teach those protesters a lesson or you got to clear out these protesters or like blah, 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 these protesters when I don't think any of them realize that like you can like you're allowed to do that too. If you wanted to, like if you had something to protest, you well, have the right yeah. to do it and you're telling people who have the right to do it, <laughs> yeah, you deserve to be or tear-gassed. Just, just, You deserve to be beaten up.
1: Just like go down there. See what it's about. Talk to some people. And like you'll be like, oh shit! No, these people are just like nice people who care about other people and want to make sure that everybody is like treated right.
2: But people just immediately assume—I don't even know if it's assuming—but just because you are speaking out about something that you're passionate about or whatever, that you're like a a dissident.
1: No, I think it's because they are, um, you know, subconsciously racist. (laughs) Like, what? What? uh, There's some institutionalized racism there. It's just.
2: No, I think there's people that, think. that don't understand why anybody would protest because they've never been challenged at all in their life as yeah. far as equality yeah. I to feel a need to protest. So they think, well, why would you want to do it? Yeah, like, I,
1: I think we're saying the same thing. I'm saying that that feeling is basically. Inst- it, uh, it is a I result that
2: It's totally racially motivated because they do it. I mean, no, they-
1: but it's a result of systematic racism. The fact that you've never felt that way. It's because you've given been given yeah. priority over uh, somebody else.
2: I, I do see what you mean in that respect. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I I don't know. We that's an interesting conversation, but let's not have it right now. Um for the sake of brevity, which is <laughs> kind of a joke to say, given how long this is gonna be. Um anyway. Uh speaking of the the protests and everything like that, Allen County, they they need your help, Jenna.
2: What?
1: Allen County needs your help. With what? Well, the Allen County Prosecutor's Office, um, headed by Prosecutor Karen Richard, is issued a press release today asking for the public to provide relevant documentation. That's a quote, quote, relative, uh, re- relevant documentation for review, for review regarding the protests downtown. Uh, the release asks for people to email them a summary um, of what they saw and to include pictures and videos if possible.
2: So... <laughs> <laughs> are they just trying to get a general idea of what went on or are they trying to like specifically they're not trying to specifically target protesters I mean, right or let me
1: quote here from the report or from the uh, press re- press release uh, quote we will persist uh, with our review of all information that is submitted to our office so that we can ensure that the appropriate justice will be served on each and every case. <laughs> um, okay. They said that um, after about a month um where they arrested where where the Fort Wayne Police Department and Allen County Sheriff's Department um arrested more than 100 people that first weekend <laughs> for peaceful protesting. Yeah. Because really nothing happened. I mean maybe 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 5 to 10 of those were reasonable arrests, maybe.
2: But that's a very small percentage. Yeah, uh, and I mean and,
1: I'm, I'm I'm just spitballing there, but I know for a fact that a number of people have been arrested that should not have been and yes uh because i was there <laughs> like yes. and i saw shit going on so um it's just ridiculous um and, and again that was uh from Karen. karen richard is the you know lead prosecutor head prosecutor or whatever in allen county um and people were protesting outside her house last weekend which was really great um you know saying basically like uh drop all these fucking charges because they're bullshit because these people were peaceful peacefully yes. protesting so it's as they should ties have in been and yeah it ties in well with that the um ACLU case and um, I'm glad to see it happening uh also just don't don't send anything to them unless it's like videos of police beating the shit out of people I mean like yeah um I saw that police commit acts of violence right uh not people they were just protesting which is fine so yeah sorry Karen her name is literally Karen. <laughs> Just ridiculous. So,
2: couldn't have planned that better.
1: Speaking of the Allen County um Sheriff's Department, do you know anything about Allen County uh Sheriff David Gladio? Mm-mm. So, um
2: well other than I think he when that one time that I had a flat tire, I think he helped me out.
1: You think it was Sheriff literally the sheriff?
2: I'm pretty sure he said, I am the sheriff.
1: Interesting. What did he look like?
2: Uh he was like probably in his forties or fifties, white guy, buzz cut, brown hair. I think he mm. had brown eyes.
1: Uh, maybe maybe it wasn't him. He's got gray hair.
2: Okay, so then it wasn't him.
1: Yeah, like gray dark salt and pepper kind of look.
2: But he definitely said that he was Well maybe he-
1: Allen County Sheriff's Department. Yeah not allen county sheriff oh okay you know they sound similar but one is i also was sheriff. very yeah you're
2: distraught when well, this was and happening may- and i maybe wasn't it was. really paying attention so maybe it was yeah. but
1: that wasn't that long ago and this guy's had some gray hair for a while <laughs> anyway doesn't matter um i uh titled this little portion um sheriff Fuckface because he's a piece of shit i mean he's done a number of bad things that we're not gonna get into all of them, but um last summer, and you might have heard about this, the Island County Sheriff, um, his name is David Gladio, he pushed a 15-year-old kid at the Three Rivers Festival. Um, the three R- I did hear about yeah. this. Oh my god. So three rivers was festival on Reddit. is just like a, our local fun festival. Yeah, here. wasn't he drunk? Um, yeah, yeah. Um, well, that's allegedly, but yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> probably, yeah. Everyone who was there that wasn't him was like this dude was drunk. Yeah, <laughs> we could smell alcohol, and he was drunk. Yeah. Um. So the kid was working the event. Um. This this fifteen year old kid, he was working the three the the Three Rivers Festival, and um. He asked Gladio to show him um basically a VIP badge. He was in a restricted area, and said, "Hey, do you have?" Like, are you allowed to be back So here? he
2: was doing his job. Literally just
1: doing his job. I, I imagine as a we've, poor, we've underpaid
2: all, teenager. We've all been
1: fucking teenagers working some dumb shit. And like, maybe not this exact kind of thing. And maybe you were doing it as a volunteer rather than a worker because you were in like show choir or whatever and you had to work the tent or whatever because they were giving your group a thousand bucks, your, you know, your sports team or your choir or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm were you, I'm guarantee you did something like that. Like at 4-H? Or something, yeah. Where you I had did to it like, for 4-H, yeah. yeah, work the tent because they gave your four H club five hundred bucks. Yeah. So you had to be a worker, and like you were just doing your job, being like, "Hey man, can you be back here?" Yeah. And uh, so that's what this kid was doing. Um, and then Gladio told the kid, "I'm the fucking sheriff. Move out of my way," and pushed him to the ground. <gasps> and like, what a piece him, of shit. Pushed him to the ground and like into some like metal or pvc piping that like cut his leg up We're or something
2: oh my god what a, <laughs> yeah just a
1: total prick
2: he's a punk <laughs> just a fucking
1: asshole yeah. like shut up asshole imagine like i mean just honestly if i act even accidentally drunk. went into a place where i wasn't supposed to drunk or not i'd be like oh my gosh i'm so sorry
2: that's I'm, the I'm same thing as when you hear about famous people being like you you can't tell me no don't you know who i am
1: yeah, except this guy's the sheriff of Allen County.
2: Yeah, but he thinks he's obviously he thinks he's somebody, and he's a
1: piece of shit. Hey, if you're listening, um, David, go fuck yourself. Uh, okay. Anyway, um, shortly after Gladio was charged with the batter, or was charged with battery, and issued a public apology, he and his attorney <laughs> resolved uh, the case by completing a pre-trial diversion program. What is that? So basically, this is a program. It's through the uh, prosecutor's office. So back to Karen Richards, they have this program basically where you can go through anger management different kinds of training and blah, 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 blah. And it basically resolved the case rather than have it become more of a serious thing, which in general, I'm fine with. That sounds fine.
2: In I mean, if it, if it does anything in in to prevent it in the future. Yeah. Well, and just
1: like outside of this case. Sure. Somebody gets mad, punches somebody at a bar or whatever. Yeah instead of you know you going through all this thing and having to go through jail you did one bad thing let's just go through this program learn how you what you did was wrong and we can kind of move on Mm -hmm. that's fine I'm okay with that Um, having said that this is the sheriff (laughs) yes and this was a 15 year old a minor a literal kid like 15 he's a child Like yeah. it's ridiculous Uh that th- that this uh yeah, happened. A little
2: bit of a of a standard to uphold When you're out yeah. in public as the sheriff
1: So he did this um he did not lose his job He did not he was never suspended <laughs> Never had anything like that So they did look into it they did investigate it For like months for like four months Three or four months Why
2: well, does it take four months well, hey, I'm oh, on.
1: never one to be well I kind of agree but I'm also like Always one to be like it's fine if it if it took a while It took a while whatever um I'd rather you get it right and take your time than do it quickly and and not get it right. Anyway, my point is he was never suspended, uh, never said, hey, you're not getting paid. He, during this entire time, he still led the sheriff's department. He was still a <laughs> sheriff. It's just ridiculous. It's absolutely crazy. So um, we fast forward. So that was a year ago. That was July of last year. So we th- um, when that happened and then- mm-hmm. Subsequently, those things came out. Anyway, this week, uh, the parents of the kid are suing Gladio, um, and they claim that the sheriff viol- violated his Fourth Amendment rights. Again, that's the unlawful search and seizure, mm-hmm. um, which, again, I'm not a lawyer, but based on just being like, hey, I'm the fucking sheriff kid and pushing you down to the ground and being like, I'm gonna do what I want.
2: Yeah. I would say that that is grounds for something.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Gladio is denying most of the allegations, but his response does argue and you can go read his response on way.com. Um, they have a PDF or, you know, it, it's around on other sites, too. It's a um, it's a publicly available, um, you know, like legal document or whatever. Um, it argues, quote, any and all force or touching of, indiv- of the individual by Sheriff Gladio was reasonable, justified and de minimis. Um, it also <laughs> argues that. What are you laughing at?
2: Just how is that justified?
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> well, hold on. I'll we'll get to that in a second. Okay. But anyway, um, it also argues that, quote, um, he has common law privilege to use reasonable force under the circumstances. So uh, kind of what he's saying here is that he was acting under color of law, which basically says that if you're a law enforcement um, officer or anything like that, that when you're not on duty, if under reasonable circumstances, um, you believe something to be you know, whatever, you can act kind of in your official capacity, even though you're not yeah, on you duty. Yeah, you can
2: do whatever the fuck you want. Whenever I mean, <laughs> Yeah. yeah.
1: I, I mean, I think it's dangerous to be arguing in that kind of like legal framework, honestly. I mean, again, I'm not a lawyer, but like if this goes bad for you, you can get like fucked forever by arguing that because that's like you, now we have it on law that you were like misusing your office. Like this yes. is... D- Proven by
2: jury. If any accountability for that? Yes.
1: Yeah, and being like, um, no, you you fucked up. <laughs> and yeah. It's like on record. So mm-hmm. I think that's dangerous, personally, because um, there's a lot of people who have been like, yeah, no, he was drunk and he pushed a kid to the ground. Like you can you can use all the jargon you want, but at the end of the day, he got wasted, went to a place that he wasn't supposed to, and a kid asked him if he was supposed to be there, and then he pushed the kid. Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> that's fucked up that's fucked up for anybody to do let alone a fucking elected official a sheriff yeah that's crazy why
2: are you fuck
1: this guy Uh, uh, yeah fuck you david gladio you suck dick also i believe he like well look into other things about him he's not a great guy there are other things as well anyway um moving on so this is the only break I, had to, I tried to connect everything, but I couldn't. So I couldn't connect this. Um, Andrews, Indiana. Have you heard of Andrews, Indiana?
2: I have not. Yeah.
1: Well, it's very, uh, very close. It's in Huntington County. It's very, very small, about 1,100 people. Um, after 11 days of not being able to drink or use tap water in Andrews, Indiana, Huntington County Emergency Management Director Bob Jeffers announced that residents may resume using the city tap water um, about two days ago on <laughs> June 30th. So for uh, 11 days there, um, you know, residents of Andrews, Indiana, which is in Huntington County, um, that was on June 19th that they announced this. Um, They announced an advisory saying that consumption and other general uses of tap water were unsafe um, due to high levels of a toxic chemical or chemical called vinyl chloride. Oh. Which sounds bad.
2: Well, yeah. Toxic chemical.
1: Yeah. So, um it doesn't surprise me that you haven't heard this. Um, it saddens me that you haven't heard about this. Um, it, it's I ridiculous. Mean, I mean, no there, these be- people basically went two weeks without uh, uh, access to fresh water. Um,
2: and there's no probably reimbursement for all the water bottles that you have to go buy or.
1: Very little <laughs> will ever get done about this. No, uh, um, on, or at least,
2: you know. 11 days is a lot
1: right away um so the contamination of the water um and the wells that produce the water um it comes from united technologies um which is, they have a manufacturing plant there that creates i think certain automobiles um but not like consumer automobiles like
2: mm, okay military
1: yeah. stuff uh, because they're now now owned by raytheon um hmm okay but they're still called united technologies that's their manufacturing plant there and that's that's the source of the the contamination um and the city and you know this united technologies slash raytheon they've been in court battles back and forth for a while um this is not recent in Mm -hmm. terms of like the disputes between the two um but this is the most recent indication that like no this they're not only poisoning the water slightly this is in some instances going way too far yeah like I mean, it's always it's all too far because yes. you're poisoning fucking water but yeah. to the point where you're like we can't even use it
2: I feel like it's it's like this is easy no longer like <laughs> yeah
1: yeah it's like don't poison water just don't just don't yeah there you I mean, go you would I've think. never poisoned water <laughs> it's so easy I've never even tried to not poison water <laughs> Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's um, just one of
2: those things that you you're like, OK, water. Yeah, we have that down in America. We we know how to. Do, but obviously we don't.
1: Yeah. So I, I wrote this little thing here. So while I haven't read the entirety of all court cases or publicly publicly available information, given the history of companies like this and the state of our current society, I believe it is safe to assume that the local um the locals accounts of United Technologies covering up the issue for years and the city failing to act out of fear of consequences are entirely true. I think it's safe to assume that those things are true based on. Tale as old as time. Everything but, in the United States that's happened the last yes, six years. Yes, it
2: happens quite often.
1: Um, so. It's just ridiculous. And they've been needy- in need of, of fresh water and, and, you know, bottled water and stuff like that. So um, chip cold iron, cold iron uh Chip Coldiron you've heard that name i'm sure
2: i think you've probably mentioned it to I me i think i
1: have um so he was one of the democratic primary candidates for indiana's 3rd district house of representatives united states house of representatives to take on jim banks um mm-hmm. in november okay. and he won he he won so he narrowly beat um our our preferred candidate carlos mercano
2: mm-hmm.
1: um in a close election but um and chip cold iron he seems like a good guy i mean uh, i don't want to sit here and disparage him he seems like a good guy he's not as left as i want him to be um i will support him and and try to push him further left um in the way that i can you know i I, I don't like have his number i can't just text him (laughs) hey man but uh um he seems like a good guy. I, I, and to be completely honest, he's way better than Jim Banks. He doesn't give a shit. Jim Banks is a uh, yeah. fuck face. I can't stand him. I
2: like think a chicken would be better than Jim Banks.
1: Yeah. Anyway, the only reason I wanted to bring him up um, was because he's running against Jim Banks. And um, he's been helping bring water and supplies to Andrews, Indiana well, the last you, week Chip. and a half. Yeah. And, and I just wanted to something. point out the that juxtaposition of the fact that Chip Coldiron is doing that. Um, he narrowly won a a primary that had about 10,000 voters, um, it, which I mean, it, it, my point is that it, it this, these things seem seem small, but the impact of what people are doing. And it's not just chip because other people and who knows, I don't know if other candidates were also, mm-hmm. you know, going out. It wouldn't surprise me. All kinds of people were helping out Anders Indiana. My point is that these elections and things can feel small, but they have large impacts
2: yeah, because at the same absolutely. time that
1: chip cold iron cold iron a a small relatively small time candidate right now who is you know, but is also running for US Congress mm-hmm. was helping small town 1200 people of Andrews, Indiana, who is getting fucked over by a terrible defense corporation <laughs> yeah. um, at the same time. The company that owns this United Technology Raytheon is donating thousand dollars thousands of dollars to Jim Banks, who is our current mm-hmm. representative. Yeah. And what is Jim Banks doing? Jim Banks has done... So if you guys have heard the podcast before, or anything about me, I fucking hate Jim Banks. I hate him so fucking much. Well, I can't stand uh, his stupid face. I hate him so much. So what was Jim Banks doing the last two weeks? What he was paid to
2: do. (laughs) What do you mean? Just shut up and do nothing. Or, I mean, obviously he's not going to make them have accountability.
1: Well, no. He's never going to hold defense contractors... Accountable, no um, So let's let's check in on Jimmy um, In the last couple of weeks One of the things that he's done is He's uh, introduced to the U.S. House What is called the Reopen Our Schools Act Have you heard about this? I have not Yeah, so, um, well It was introduced on um, So this was a little bit before The, the two-week mark of, of our current stuff But anyway um, I think it was uh, June 11th that this was announced in the house. Um, So yeah, reopen our schools act. Uh, He went on TV and he tweeted about it and talked blah, 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 blah for like six days, nonstop about this shit. And basically it was all to publicize the idea that the bill would give the secretary of education, the power to withhold funding from schools that do not open to in-person classes by September 8th. So his whole like media talking point here was, the education that our kids are receiving was not up to stuff by like online education stuff. Mm -hmm. So we need to open in school education because the coronavirus isn't that bad against kids. And that's the best way to go forward is by helping the kids and giving them a good education. So this wasn't about like providing more funding or helping students get internet access. This was about, Giving the Secretary of Education the right to withhold funding from schools that do not reopen by September 8th, 2020, to in-person classes. And that goes from elementary schools all the way up to, you know, colleges. What are your thoughts right off the bat?
2: I feel like it's it's a very, I don't really know what the right word is, but instead of doing something where you're saying, hey, we're going to give money to something positive, you're instead.
1: Threatening. It's a threat. (laughs)
2: <laughs> it's, and it's negative reinforcement basically Instead of saying hey we'll give you money if you do this sure. It's saying the threat you're not going to get money if
1: If you're talking in the psychology sense The threat of taking something away isn't negative reinforcement But I know what you mean
2: I'm going to stab you in the eye this. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> My point is just that negative reinforcement is the actual act of taking things away Not you know the threat of it Anyway You can immediately identify that as something that's probably doesn't get to the root of the problem. No, no, not at all. I think tertiary or like fourth level up of of the actual issue going on. Yeah, Um, a lot of things that we should deal with before we get to that point. Yeah, (laughs) like just stupid all around. Um, so that was the that was the messaging point that he could be like. Hey, I care about our kids and the education that they're getting and they're not getting a good education with these online program, you know, bullshit. They need to be in the in the in the school, in the classroom getting their education. Mm-hmm. That was his talking point. That was his whole thing to be able to be like, "Look at me, I'm strong, I'm good, I'm positive for education." He's not though. He's a piece of shit. No. He's a garbage bag. And I fucking hate him so much. <laughs> I hate him so much, Jenna. I don't I don't even like I just want to look at him and just like Yell in his face. It's just a moron. <laughs> like I don't want to. I don't want to hurt him. I don't want anything bad to happen. I just want to like scream at him. Anyway, um, <laughs> I can't stand him. So the bill was less about this. And go look up the bill. It's very, very easy to look up. It's and it's very, very sh- small. It's very, very short. Um, it, this will die in committee too. This won't go anywhere. Um, and if it does go anywhere, that idea of giving the secretary of education, which is again, it's Betsy DeVos. <laughs> Who's, um,
2: yeah, she's a peach.
1: Yeah, I'm not, yeah, <laughs> I'm not gonna get into it, but, um, okay, well, maybe I'll get into it a little bit. Um, no, no, I'm not gonna get into it. Her brother is Eric Prince, <laughs> Blackwater Academy, mm. uh, the private, like, militia, Blackwater. Mm. She's a piece of shit. She's a piece of garbage, and her husband runs Amway Global. Uh, The you know pyramid scheme mm. And she like Has worked for people who give Private loans to people trying to go to college So it, it's just bullshit it, like she's A piece of garbage anyway the bill Will probably die in Committee if it doesn't That part will get stripped the part that Gives her the ability to withhold funding From people who don't open into mm-hmm. uh, uh, In-person classes will get removed And the only part that will stand will be a rewording and rewritten. And again, I don't think that this actually will ever get passed. If anything, it it would get shoved into something else, uh, Mm -hmm. into some other bill. Um, What the bill is actually about, which is codifying that these places, which again are not going to be, I mean, it goes from elementary schools all the way up to colleges, but really what they're trying to, I think in my mind, what they're trying to, focus on is colleges and saying codifying into law that these colleges that open up to in-person classes will not be held liable for cases of coronavirus that that if these colleges this is what it's trying to trying to implement that like let's say purdue who's planning to reopen yes and it said you can do things online if you want but also only on offer 10 percent of their catalog online (laughs) so not really yes you kind of have to be there yeah um This is the kind of thing to help them to be like, we're going to make sure that you're not held liable. If people go to college, you like have no choice, but have to go to college and they go and they get sick. They can't hold you accountable. They can't hold you liable for contracting coronavirus in your classroom. That's more about what this bill is about. And again, I don't think anything will happen with it. I think it will die in committee. But just to give you my understanding and my take of it, I, I think that that's that's really what this is about
2: interesting interesting concept that um interesting I mean, concept that's one way to put it well i know that i don't know i've just been hearing a lot of back and forth about the whole purdue thing and some people are like oh, oh i well, think yeah. it's great because kids have to be socialized and then well, it's like well
1: yeah, kids have to be socialized but not like that's when people say that they mean like five-year-olds not, well, also, <laughs> not I don't college really kids. i do mean, know that it's not at to say the that, risk of yeah that's my point is that like when people make that argument, they're talking about like little kids and when people are talking about... No, but when
2: people say that, they think that college kids need to be too. Well, yeah, but they don't say it like that.
1: They say that there's benefits to going to college because you're exposed to new ideas and and diversity and diverse ways of thinking, not being like... I forget the exact word that you said, but it it is the same argument. It's just stated differently. My point is that you're 100% right that it's not at the expense of like getting sick and killing your grandparents. (laughs) (laughs) Like that's not... You know right we always were saying that without this part because that was never a thing (laughs) and now it is so Yeah, um, you guys can go and look it's on congress.gov Um, i'm not going to read the full url, but it's a very short bill And you can read it and you can see that, you know This little section two part b says prohibition. So yeah, I just wanted to read this because it's so funny so, um The uh, full thing is called HR 7152, you know, House Resolution 7152, Um, and it's a bill to prohibit the, or yeah, to prohibit the Secretary of Education from providing funding to certain educational institutions unless the institutions return to in-person instruction and for other purposes, and for other purposes. Funny how they don't like, you know, summarize what those other purposes are, because there's only one, and it's what I've already said. (laughs) And it's so funny because like section one is called a short title uh, or short title. And this act may be cited as the reopen our schools act. So please call it that and do not mention the only other part of the bill because <laughs> there's just two parts. Mm-hmm. So section two, which is the final section out of two, it's two of two. It's called prohibition of funding for schools failing to provide in-person instruction. So uh, section two, subsection A is called prohibition of, on funding. And they go to detail how that would work. It's very short. You can read it. Mm-hmm. Um, the only other subsection of section two, which is the final section of the bill, uh, is called prohibition on liability. Subsection B. Hmm. That is not referenced. So again, subsection two is called prohi- prohibition on funding for schools failing. Prohibition on funding for schools failing to provide in-person instruction. Half of this section, in terms of word count, I would argue maybe a little bit more than half of this section is not on the prohibition of funding for schools failing to provide in-person instruction. It's on the prohibition on liabilities for schools who do provide (laughs) in-person instruction and students who do get sick from coronavirus Mm -hmm. at those schools. Yeah. That's what this is about. Yes. That's what this is all about. And also this wording of the bill. Um, was not available until the last couple days. So he got this two week, (laughs) you know, seven to 10 day media blitz about how strong he is on education. (laughs) Yeah. And then he releases the wording of the bill and this is what it says. Yeah, it's absolute bullshit. He's a propagandist. He's a fascist. Jim Banks is a terrible, terrible human being. I don't wish any violence upon him, but when he dies, I will cheer I will celebrate in the streets and I will laugh and I will visit his grave and I will spit on it. And I do not care. Jim Banks, you're a fascist. You're a terrible human being. You're absolutely awful. With you do not your integrity. And you do not deserve to die. But when you do, I will celebrate. You are awful. And I hate you.
2: He is terrible. He sucks.
1: Fuck you, Jim. Um so other than that, in the last two weeks, he's also been um tweeting a lot a lot an incredible amount about statues
2: Ugh, no
1: (laughs) (laughs) i titled this section statues are important (sighs) which is something that i do not believe is true um so i'm i'm not going to get super into this well
2: they're only important because we this this is the last part actually
1: we're we're at the end because we already did the hoosier part so let's get into it um this was on June 24th. So this is uh, about 10 days ago. Um, he tweeted. I will be introducing a piece of legislation le- of legislation that would amend the Veterans Memorial Preservation Act to include former U.S. presidents and founding fathers. He capitalized founding fathers, by the Ugh. way, um, m- making uh, desecrating their memorials a federal offense. Punishable. Because
2: that's to t- what this whole thing is about.
1: Punishable up, uh, up to 10 years in prison. Okay, Are you fucking kidding me That is one of two tweets on this little thread that he did It's just two tweets Um,
2: That's like more than what you get for raping someone
1: (laughs) Yeah Uh, Ridiculous but true Let's just focus on this So he's introducing a piece of legislation It amends an already existing act It includes um, That protects federal monuments And now this one includes Any former U.S. president Or founding father which would have to be defined within the bill because there's not an agreed upon definition yeah, of yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. Um, within the general public, uh, and that would make desecrating desecrating another word that would have to be defined. Um, their memorials a federal offense punishable by up to ten years in prison. So this is something that he is very proud of in, in terms of how he feels. I mean, it's <laughs> all just fake. You know what I have to say? But
2: about that. Who's going to put all those pigeons in jail? Right. It's just so <laughs>
1: stupid. Jenna. Great point. Never even thought about that. Just being like, so are you that upset when a bird shits on it? Like, what are you talking about? Yeah. This is just, it's just physical things. It's just stupid.
2: Things that only have meaning because we assign them meaning.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and we're going to get to uh, a juxtaposition of exactly that okay. <laughs> in a okay. minute. I'm so glad that you said that. So remember that. Remember what Jenna just said. Jenna, you remember it. Listener, you remember it. That we assign these things meaning. We do.
2: We it's do. It's a statue. We create it. We all collectively agree yeah. that like, we're going to revere this in some way. Yeah.
1: And some art and some statues I think is great. And some things I think after time we realize, but, nope, that stands for things that we no longer we believe Tear it down, and actually, that's beautiful. But anyway, let me read the second part of this because that's where we can really dive in on a literary analysis that I want to hear your opinion on. Because, mm-hmm. you know, you're, <laughs> yeah, you're smart about this stuff, and you know what you're talking about. Um, so this is the second part of this tweet, and it's very interesting, Jenna. So listen carefully to the words here and the structure of the sentence. So, attacks. This is a quote, quote, attacks on our national heroes, denigrate what makes us American and aim to destroy what binds us as Americans. Hmm. And the second sentence is they're serious crimes that deserve serious punishment, whatever. We'll ignore that part. Jenna went mm, with her hand, you know, like kind of out, which is the right way to respond. But we're going to ignore that second sentence and just focus on the first one. So I'm going to read it again. Quote, attacks on our national heroes, Denigrate what makes us American and aim to destroy what binds us as Americans. Initial thoughts. Go ahead.
2: First of all, I, it's it's language as if you're talking about somebody who's alive. A little bit, yeah. Uh, and also the fact that we collectively decide if they're national heroes or not. So we could also decide if we don't think that anymore.
1: Great point. That's exactly what I came to too. So yeah, the first thing is attacks on our national heroes. So first of all, I would say, are they attacks?
2: No, it's just a collective a reasoning of saying we don't we don't think these people should be re- like well, and made like, in a statue anymore. And like, can
1: you attack something that's not living?
2: Yeah, exactly. Because you it's can not.
1: A, you can attack an idea.
2: If you're if but you're, spray you're painting a wall, though, you're not saying he's attacking that wall you're just saying yeah, you're vandalizing a hundred
1: percent. And you're like, <laughs> you can attack an idea. But you just said our national heroes. And that's not an idea.
2: No, I know. Our national
1: heroes are people. They're things that they, they are historical. You're figures. trying
2: to like anthropomorphize or like person- personify yes. in an inanimate so, object
1: attacks on our national heroes. I think I can already say that these are not attacks and national heroes. No, is cause something- it's a fucking <laughs> statue. <laughs> yeah. okay So these are not attacks. Necessarily And national heroes is subjective Yes So already off the bat I'm like this means very little to me personally Right So the next word is attacks on our national heroes denigrate What does denigrate mean Jenna? Um, I
2: don't want to put you on the
1: spot I can define it I mean it's basically the same
2: thing as like to degrade or to make lower
1: To criticize unfairly And that unfairly is the key word there That's what sets it apart from Basically, just
2: like terror yeah yeah
1: Yeah, but that unfair part is what separates Mm -hmm. it from something like degrading somebody is to bring them down and to highlight their flaws and like things like that yeah but denigrate that criticize unfairly Mm -hmm. so attacks on our national heroes criticize unfairly what makes us American what does that imply what does that imply Jenna
2: It implies when I read it like that if you're doing it, you're un-american.
1: Let me read it. No, let me read it like this There's implies something else. I'll read it like this So this is how what it says in his tweet attacks on our national heroes denigrate what makes us American I'm gonna read that with synonyms Defacing or tearing down Monuments of people who represent ideologies that we no longer agree with unfairly criticize What makes us American? What does that imply?
2: The, the things that make us American are not good things.
1: The things that make us American are the ideologies that these people oppose, with, oppose to. So what makes us American are the ideologies of the people whose monuments are being torn down. Yes. So that would mean slave owners. Period. That's the end. Yeah. Because that's who we're, we're talking about. So Jim Banks is saying... What makes us American are the ideologies of slave owners. <laughs> that's yes. literally what he's saying, right? Is that a f- I don't think that's an unfair reason. Reading. No. Again, attacks on our national heroes denigrate what makes us American. Unfairly criticize what makes us American. An unfair criticism of our Americanness is that it is wrong <laughs> to hate black people. That is unfair, according to Jim Banks. He's legitimately saying out loud to everyone, I am a racist. I think slavery was okay. What Christopher Columbus did, killing thousands of people, including children, Mm -hmm. was fine because it was about America. Like, that's what he's saying. I don't think what I'm, I I read that and I was like blown away. I mean, I had to read it a few times, but I was like, That's what that's implying. There's no other way to read that, right? No. When you read it critically, again, attacks on our national heroes denigrate what makes us American. Right. Tearing down statues of people in our history who did terrible things at the beginning of the founding of our country Mm -hmm. is an unfair criticism of what defines us as human beings.
2: Right. Because you're choosing to look at...
1: That's what he's saying. Yeah, uh, and you're choosing
2: to put, um, you know, the killing of indigenous people or the enslavement of black people in the peripheral and saying, hey, but look at all this other stuff because the enslavement and stuff, that doesn't affect you. Right, but I'm saying he, Jim Banks can put that, he can say, uh, yeah, side note, this guy also had slaves because yeah, but it Jenna, doesn't affect him. He doesn't care.
1: I mean, I completely agree. But I think it's far worse than that. I think literally what this is saying is that what makes us American is our racism.
2: <laughs> I think maybe that's what he's saying. Yeah, that's exactly what this says. Yeah, it's literally what it says. It says that. No, but I'm saying maybe he doesn't even realize that he's putting that kind of thing in. in and <laughs> saying like, ah yeah, he did. Ask, our slave. To
1: even ask for the removal of a statue. That represents a racist. Is is an unjust Criticism
2: because <laughs> it's that argument. of our
1: American values of racism <laughs> like, Yeah, you're, you're so racist Jim Jim Banks. You are racist. You are a racist fucking pig If you existed 150 years ago, you would have owned slaved owned slaves. You are a piece of shit You're an absolutely terrible human being and guess what I know that you believe in God I don't believe in God, but I'm pretty sure that you believe in God based on what you say. You're going straight to hell, bud Fuck you Fuck you so much. I hate you so much, Jim Banks. Ugh. Maybe there goes any possibility of me running for office, but I, I just can't stand it. Actually, you know what? Fuck it. I don't You know. I could still run for office. Who gives a shit? I'm right. <laughs> He's a racist piece of shit. I'm yeah. not going to feel bad for that. Fuck you. Fuck you, Jim Banks. Not, you know, not fuck you, Jenna.
2: Oh, well, thank you for clarifying.
1: Yeah. So you remember how we talked about uh, just a couple of minutes ago about how... Um, you know, desecrating this made-up thing that we value.
2: Yeah.
1: You know, this is a man-made concept, right?
2: Yeah.
1: What were the words that you said as you bumped the mic? Podcast staple. Uh, (laughs) What what was the word that you said there? A man-made concept or something? Yeah. Yeah, but you had a great turn of phrase there for it. I mean,
2: it's only... It only has meaning because we as a society agree that it has meaning.
1: Yeah, we assign it meaning. That's yes, right.
2: Yes, we assign it meaning.
1: So um Jim Banks also tweeted, you know, this was June twenty ninth. Uh hashtag SCOTUS invented abortion rights in nineteen seventy three, then invented the right to access abortion in two thousand sixteen. That's not true. So yeah. Um the Supreme Court invented ab- abortion <laughs> rights. <laughs> You're insane So they invented abortion rights But um, we did not invent The right to protect A monument that You know celebrates A slave owner (laughs) What are you Talking about It's just so to, to, To put these two next side by side It's just so interesting to me To just see how blatant You are about lying You just don't care you just don't care. You didn't delete these. They're they're all out there. You can go look at them.
2: No, because what accountability is there? Well, there is no
1: accountability other than me. <laughs> right. Well, that's not true. I mean but it's just ridiculous. It's just so stupid to me. It's so disgusting to me to be like, um, you know, these make us American, these statues to racist pigs. But also right. the Supreme Court, something that is Necessarily American Because we fucking invented it He goes invented abortion Rights okay well if they invented Abortion rights buddy They invented everything (laughs) Everything that we stand on Is invented buddy Including All the shit that you stand on And talk about how important it is As your principles They're invented asshole Everything is invented what are you talking about Yeah I mean, we've said it how many times? We make the fucking rules. All of this is human construct, okay? And I'm not saying that that makes it innately meaningless because that's not true either. My point is that it can change. Yes. And that the same way that
2: it was made. Yeah, just saying that
1: it changed is not an invalidation of it being correct or not correct, because obviously it can change. It didn't exist for thousands and millions of billions of years. So it's an an
2: idea. Ideas aren't. Solid
1: 100% it's just so sick to me and and I just get disheartened sometimes because I know that people see this stuff and, and they're just like yep <laughs> And I'm just like man just think about it for a little bit Because like I thought about it I was like I'll be introducing a piece of legislation that would amend the Blah 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 and make desecrating their memorials a federal offense and I was like, okay well, that's you know, that's That's just an overreaction. Yes. Shouldn't it be like that um, That's stupid I understand, you know, and just like being completely fair and being like, I understand wanting to pr- protect public works of art. Sure. In general, I agree with that, but that's not what you're talking about here now, is it, Jim? Um, y- At all. At all. That's not what you're talking about. And then I read the second one because like the first one, you could play that off, right? That's actually a great piece. Of, I hate to say this, but it's a good piece of propaganda. Is that first tweet? It, and again, I'll, I'll quote it here. Quote, I will be introducing a piece of legislation that would amend the Veterans Memorial Preservation Act to include former U.S. presidents and founding, father, founding fathers, making desecrating their memorials a federal offense, punishable up to 10 years in prison. That is a great way to be like, look, I care about our values and, you know, our history. Arr, mm. That's propaganda. And it's bullshit. But it's it's well done. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I hate to say that, but it is. The second tweet is completely unnecessary it's completely unnecessary and he literally just comes out and says i'm a racist and i think that what makes us american is our racism <laughs> he literally also yeah. along with this he's been going on and on about how the new york times uh, their uh you know what was it 1619 or whatever their um big exposé on slavery in the united oh, states yeah, yeah. was it called 1619 uh, i'm not i'm not sure did i get the year wrong i don't know it was it was the year in the 1600s whatever it yeah. wasn't 19 you know you guys know what i'm talking about he's been going on about how that was bullshit but here he is in this tweet saying no that's what makes us american (laughs) that what that's what makes us american and if you tear down a statue representing that it is an unfair criticism that's exactly what he said this tweet is so damning i think if there was some like grounds to sue him you could get a court of law you could get a judge to be like no this says exactly what I what I'm arguing that it says. I, I think like legally, if in the framework of a lawsuit, you could get that to be judged right. upon or ruled upon. They would agree with me and being like, yep, that's that's fucking racist. <laughs> it's like uh, Mar- um, uh, what's her name? The French uh lady. Marie Le Pen. She's like legally a fascist <laughs> because she. You know, charge somebody basically for libel and then they found that, you know, they weren't guilty So they, for calling her a fascist, which basically means that like, no, a court of law found that you are a fascist. <laughs> like, I think that that's basically what you could do here. Like, oh, if, sure. if Jim yeah. Banks sued me for calling him a racist because of my analysis of this tweet, I think it would go to court and a court would be like, nope. Not guilty, Adam. You're not guilty. <laughs> Jim Banks is a hundred percent a racist, and that is super racist. <laughs> like, just based on the definition of words that we all agree on, that's racist. Like yeah. that's white supremacist, that's supporting of slavery. It's yes. it's it's awful. It's insane. Right. And it makes me very upset. So if you guys ever see Jim Banks, um, Here's a couple of things you guys could do. And Jenna, please add to this list. If you guys see him um, go up and shake his hand and say, hey, Jim, thanks so much for everything that you do. I just wanted you to know that I fucked your wife. (laughs) You could say that. That's one thing you could say. Um, You could go up to him and you could go, hey, Jim, uh, big fan, big fan. Um, How do you look so much like a 13 year old baseball glove? And what can I do to look the same? There you go. There's another one you could ask. Um, You could go up to him and go, hey, Jim. Patriot. You're a true patriot. What does Donald Trump's asshole taste like? There's something you could say. (laughs) Um, You could go up to him and you could just scream in his face, which is, again, my method. That's what I would do. Um,
2: You could fart on him.
1: Yeah, you could fart on him. Sure. Uh, You got to be careful not to assault him. But uh um, fart near him. You could fart near him, you could just scream around him. You can uh so here, if you see him in a restaurant, you could just go up to his table and just be like boo. You might get kicked out, but it'll feel good. Yeah. And who knows? You know, you never know. Depending on where you are, they might kick him out. So, Jenny, you got anything else you can do to him? <laughs> I hate him so much.
2: Um, you could convince a family of skunks to spray him.
1: That might be difficult, but if anyone can do it, you could. <laughs> Jenna can speak. To I was animals. gonna
2: say, just throw a very stinky, stinky old chicken egg at nah, him, but see, that's assault. Yeah,
1: you don't want to assault him. No, don't assault him. Just
2: have you ever smelled a rotten, stinky chicken I egg? I have. Yeah, it's bad, especially yeah. when they've been sitting out in the sun all day.
1: I have not necessarily done that, to my knowledge. Oh, but it's the worst. Yeah, it'll knock you out. Well, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, I kind of went off there on on how dumb Jim. Not banks that anyone is, but... needed
2: to know my farm wisdom.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh. So that's basically it. Jenna, you got anything else? That's basically all I had.
2: Hey, maybe can we just all agree that we don't like racists and it's not okay to be racist. And I don't want to celebrate a country that prides itself on a foundation Yeah, we're not of celebrating racism. July 4th this weekend. No.
1: Um, I, there's some protests that I haven't talked to you about, but I'm going to. And I hope you join me. Um, this weekend. Oh, once we get our COVID test back, we won't be going anywhere. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I feel like we should talk yeah. about that. If we first, don't get but... our COVID test back tomorrow, then I think we're just gonna unfortunately have to be kind of cooped up over the weekend. But if we do get our COVID test back, then we will be at protests this weekend. Um, not celebrating July Fourth. I think there's very little to celebrate about this country. Um, and, and I say that somewhat flippantly. If we want to have a nuanced conversation about certain things, of course we can find some things to celebrate, but. You guys know what I mean, that we've still got a lot of work to do and that's what we should be focused yeah, on. Yeah,
2: and I just don't feel like, yeah, I just don't feel like celebrating this year. I no, I don't I'd really ra- feel like I, there's I, anything to celebrate. I'd so. rather
1: celebrate some other things. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I just um, don't feel like we've earned it.
1: Well, in, like, because we're not celebrating that country. We're celebrating, like, Independence Day, which is, like, okay.
2: Yeah, I guess I just I just, I just don't stupid. feel like... America, I don't think you've earned a, a tip of the hat. <laughs> you, know, you haven't earned a tip of the hat from yeah, me Yeah, we Yeah, we got, we got year, some work you know? to
1: do. We got some work to do. Um, but anyway, sorry about such a rambly episode, but thank you guys for listening. It's a very long episode today, but yeah, thank you. Um, you guys can find us anywhere podcasts are found. If you guys want to share us with a friend, we're on you know Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all that kind of crap. Um, you can <laughs> leave, leave a rating review. All that shit. All that shit if you want. You can leave that, um, but don't feel like you have to. Um, if you guys want to contact us you can do so At who's your daddy at gmail.com mm-hmm. We have a website it's who's your or you can send us A tweet at who's daddy um, if you guys Want you can send me a tweet Just me if you guys don't you know You have a surprise for Jenna or something uh, <laughs> I don't know like I don't know what that would be Anyway <laughs> my Twitter is at split this Adam, and it's ADAM. Jenna you have A Twitter
2: yeah my Twitter is big stinky Jenna
1: big stinky um, So yeah follow us if you'd like Thank you guys for listening. Do you want to get to the trivia question? Mm-hmm. Okay, I do. So, this week's trivia question is. Ding, da, 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 da. Okay, so um, craft breweries employ roughly eight thousand Hoosiers in full time positions. About how many craft breweries are located in Indiana?
2: Ooh, uh, I'm going to say. So this say... is can I
1: uh, real quick? This is a, a, an estimate. So give me a zero or a five. Like don't be like. Don't end. The number shouldn't end in anything but a zero or a five because it, it's a rough. Oh,
2: uh, okay. Because
1: I don't know the specific. Okay,
2: answer. um, I'm gonna say forty.
0: Who's your daddy? A lot of people do an awful lot of thinking about a place Called home, sweet home A lot of people do an awful lot of talking about a place Called home, sweet home Poems are being poemed about Songs are being sung about The place everybody loves the best And I'm no different from the rest I love my home, sweet home I've done a lot of dreaming But the day when I'll be going back To my home, sweet home I'm gonna pack a bag and hop a train and then for home, sweet home, I'm going to set out Because I've got the blues I've got the blues that just won't get out I've got to get back home I've got to get back home Back home again in indiana and it seems that i can see the gleaming candle light still shining bright through the sycamores for me the new mown hay sends all its fragrance through the fields i used to roam and when i dream about the moonlight on the bash. And I long for my Indiana home. Back home again. Home back in Indiana. Oh, it seems that I can see. See the gleaming candlelight still shining bright in Indiana. It's the Midwest, but what of it? The moon shines the best above it. We love it. All the new moon and fragrance through the fields i used to roam and when i dream about the moonlight on the walvash river then i long for my indiana home in indiana in indiana my home in indiana my home sweet home
1: confident of my of the answer
2: yeah so yeah Oh girl, Mickey, oh, oh, oh I touched his penis. Oh I
1: didn't mean to. I just went to go rub his belly. Was it out?
2: Yes, it's out.
1: It's a big ol' big old boner central right God. Now. Oh no, it's back. Okay, go
0: lay down. Go. Ugh.
1: Hello and welcome to the jungle. My name is Adam. <laughs>